thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Up for a Chat with Cindy O'Mara, Karen Smith, and Kim Morrison. Here we are, up for a chat about the hottest topics that are important to you, inspiring you to awaken the change within. I'm Karen Smith. I'm Kim Morrison. And we don't have Cindy because she's not on the bus. So we can talk about it. (laughs) So we are on a bus heading out to the Dandenongs for the wellness breakthrough with the guys from the Wellness Couch, Lawrence and Damien and Brett and also their production manager, Marcus. And Stewie. And Joe. And Joe Witten. And Cindy. Wow. <laughs> Cindy who? Oh, you said that out loud. <laughs> and we've got a bus full of amazing people joining us on the Wellness Breakthrough this weekend. So we thought, what better opportunity than to like record a podcast of what the Wellness Breakthrough is all about, why we're all going, and what we plan to get out of it. So I'm going to start, because I've got something really cool to tell everybody, which I was going to tell you tonight when we were doing um, part of the, the content, but given that we're on a podcast now, I'm just going to spill the beans. Are you ready? But it's got to be Secret Squirrel. You can't tell anybody else. So I decided that given that we're going on a wellness breakthrough, I thought, what would be a wellness breakthrough for me? Like, what could I do for myself to take me to another level with my health and well-being? So I've decided that I'm going to... For me, it's always been about mindset, and it's always been about going to another level of, of transformation around mindset and psychology. And lately, I've also been really paying a lot of attention to my food and my beat my eating and all of that and I've started to notice that I've plateaued and I've noticed that now there are some foods that inflame me but they're natural whole foods because I'm vegan and predominantly raw vegan so really you can't get any more clean than that yeah so I thought okay so a breakthrough for me would be to go eat meat no (laughs) (laughs) no there'll be no chance that I'll be eating meat Did you say that? The meat. I mean, you're always going to go there, aren't you? Skanky, skanky. I got in quick. You did, and you're doing it. And Danny's in the car with us. So Kimmy's husband's joining us. (laughs) But what I decided to do is go for purification of the mind and purification of the body simultaneously, because what the two are both connected. And I thought to myself in my situation and in my case I cannot do one without the other because I've gone for purification of the mind and I know what that looks like and feels like and I've gone for purification of the body and I know what that looks like and feels like but from in me I can't sustain both like it's all it's it's a project like the purification of my mind or the working on my mindset is always a project that I'm working on the body is always a project that I'm working on but what I want is is long term forever, and I and in order to do that, I've got to go beyond what I normally do, and what I normally do is one or the other. So this weekend is the first weekend of my launch into doing both combined. So that means um, I'm on a cleanse as of today. I've started my cleanse, and. I'm also doing a cleanse from a psychological perspective. So that means unhooking all the beliefs. It means questioning everything that I think about myself. It means lots of time in meditation. 
and hopefully I'll get a chance to take you guys on one of my guided meditations over the course of the weekend as well. So that's what I'm going for and I have given myself 30 days because I figure at the end of that 30 days, you always say, Kimmy, takes 21 or 28 days to form and break a habit. So I'm going hard for that. So at the end of 30 days, my intention is complete and utter transformation and transformation physically and transcendence psychologically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, and all of that. So there you have my breakthrough. I actually think one of the greatest things for me and what I want to get from this is the fact that I actually have my hubby with me. Oh, yes. So I don't know how many couples we've got. Do we know, Catherine? I'm not sure. We're not sure? So it's going to be... Tell our listeners who Catherine is. So Catherine is... You tell us, Catherine. Who are you driving us out here? (laughs) I'm a recently graduated chiropractor, which is very exciting. I'm also a remedial massage therapist and I've got my directions going so I get don't get us lost and I'm helping out this weekend so I'm taking a few busloads from the airport out to the beautiful Dandenongs and making sure everyone gets there nice and safe. And tell us how did you actually come around to being here and what made you want to come and be on as a part of this even on the help and support team? Mm. So I've known Lawrence Tam, gorgeous Lawrence Tam, for quite a few years now and we just clicked and connected and and fell in love and so I helped. So um, did we. So did we. <laughs> Obby is the most beautiful person. So I helped out with He's the wellness twin. summit. Oh, yeah, oh maybe we could all be twin flames together. Lawrence and I are twins. He's the male oh. version of me. Oh, yeah. And how we know that is by their hair. Because <laughs> it's always perfect. It's always perfect. <laughs> always. Notice. <laughs> so I helped out at the Wellness Summit and just had a ball. I thought, oh, I'm not going to learn much. I already know this. And then fell in love with broth. No more sugar cravings for me anymore. And I just can't get enough. So I just had such an amazing time listening to everybody's transformations. I thought, I'll do the Wellness Summit as well. Uh, the, sorry, the retreat. And yeah, I'm really excited about hearing of people's transformations and sharing stories and supporting them through their journey as well. It's pretty powerful, isn't it, when you actually, you know, for those of us that are on a health path anyway, but what's fascinating when you watch other people transform and what they go through in order to have that transformation actually becomes an inspiration for you and becomes a platform for you to take yourself to another step again, isn't it? It's like you actually, you think you're doing great and then it's through breakthroughs or summits or nurturing your mind with more information that you go, actually, I could write, here I was thinking I was at a 10 already, but now I realise looking at the big picture, I'm probably sitting at a 6. So it gives you an opportunity to really keep extending and growing and I think that's what's so beautiful about this particular weekend. And what I found at the Wellness Summit was I'm thinking, oh, I've got so far to go, I've got so much to work on, and then hearing all that information, I went, wow, I've actually come a really long way further than what I thought I had because I was always focusing forward rather than reflecting back and going, this is what I've done, this is what I've worked on. So that was a big breakthrough for me, just realising and and appreciating for myself how much work I've done on myself. Well done. Well done on that because often we keep looking forward, don't we, and thinking, oh, my gosh, I've still got to do this, I've still got to do that, and yet you've just hit a really good point. It's about honouring each step, no matter where you are on the journey, no matter how far you come or how far you think you're behind, everything is perfect. 
And I think to honour the celebration of actually making each movement and each transition is really powerful. So thank you for bringing that up. Catherine, do you think by being a witness to this weekend breakthrough, what are you expecting for you personally by being a part of that? I think um, I remember you speaking about vibration at the Wellness Summit and how certain things can lower or raise your vibration. And I think when you are with people who are transforming and increasing their vibration, it in turn increases your vibration just by being in the same room. You don't even need to do anything. It's just being there and being open and supporting them then you get a raise in your vibration as well. And it's so heartwarming to hear of, I had this condition or this illness or these challenges, and now I don't. I know. So that's, where, that's my, the main reason why I'm here is I can be there and experience that love and excitement that other people feel. How exciting. So why are you here, Kimmy? Well, as I started, well, when I started off and I said, you know, I'm really excited that Danny's here. I mean, poor Danny. <laughs> He's about to find out that so many people know him. <laughs> and the intimate details. <laughs> and very intimate. So I apologise on a podcast here and now, my darling husband. <laughs> but I think what's interesting for us is Danny's away eight, nine months of the year. So... For him to be away and travelling on the road, a lot of the time what happens is he finds himself involved with people that, you know, in the commentary and sporting world that drink beer and eat bread and um, and they very much are in that 90% way of living that people think is normal. So for Danny, who's always had digestive issues and really had concerns around his whole house, really, uh, with, in relation to food... I'm hoping for a breakthrough with us as a partnership that (laughs) he'll see me not as a nag anymore and that he'll actually understand that there is a way that could be better for him. I'm not wanting to force it on him by any means but because Danny is very open about these sorts of things. But I think what's really hard is, and we've talked about this on podcasts before, that and Cindy's really good with this, the non-negotiables. Like, when you get to a point of non-negotiable, even if people are drinking beer around you, you will not feel obliged to having a beer. You will actually stand really strong and say, actually, I don't drink beer. No matter what they say, no matter what they do, the same thing happens to me around meat. When I say I don't eat meat, I can't even eat meat to be polite. So there's a real non-negotiable around that, and I would not do it just to be nice. So I'll be nice about saying I don't eat meat, but... I don't have to do it. And sometimes that actually sparks a conversation around health and wellness and why you're doing it. And I think what's really hard for people when they're on this journey is when you are trying to do something new for yourself and then you've got your friends and family challenging you on it, without having the knowledge as to why or what you're doing, it's really hard to give that that answer that stops them in their tracks or stops them hassling you or stops them thinking you're a wacko. So... Um, I think what's really beautiful... We're going to think that about you anyway, love. I'll just slap her. Um, But what's really beautiful, by doing this with a friend or a partner or someone else, learning together, to me, is one of the greatest, exciting and most amazing things. And Danny hasn't even met the wellness guys. He he hasn't even met Joe Whitney. He doesn't even know the... Well, he knows of them, of course, because we rave about them all the time. So, But then they all know him. So it's kind of going to be a really cool thing for me to introduce him 
and and share this weekend together. And, and I guess personally for me, I'm very much about balance, very much about balancing the home, the family, um, being a single mum a lot of the time, being a businesswoman and being a nurturer and all of that. And I get it wrong sometimes. And so I think this injection for me will just be about realigning um, and it's not even that it's wrong. I don't think it's wrong. It's just that sometimes it gets out of alignment. And I just want to fast track how to get back on alignment even quicker than what I do now because life's getting busier. And I just want to find some anchors. And I just find being around all of you guys and every single participant, we've often talked about this, that we get so much out of the people oh in the goodness. room as much as what you know they may think that they get from one or some or all of us. It's so soul-feeding and mind-feeding when we see the transformations or hear the stories. So, you know, for me, balance and also the sharing with the partner, That's my partner. Beautiful. Yeah, it'll be lovely. So we've got a bus full of people. Does anybody else want to tell us why they've decided to come to the wellness breakthrough? Who yeah, look at them, look at them, look at them. Maybe quiet. we need to ask questions. Right. Sharon's looking Sharon. really, really stuck here. You know what's so amazing? The fact that this this retreat is called the Breakthrough Retreat. Yeah. When we asked if we should record a podcast on here, everybody looked out the window thinking, <laughs> if oh I, my gosh. If I don't look, they can't see me. They can't see me. But they're stuck here with us kids. And, you know, like part of breaking through is stepping outside what is normal and what is comfortable for you so really you're just having a chat with us with about a million people listening to it afterwards so so you don't have to want no i'm only kidding i'm only kidding there's only about half a million no actually it's 1.25 <laughs> really oh yay Here we go. Uh, my name's eric i'm a semi-retired builder and business owner um i'm here because my wife bought the tickets uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm just I'm just wondering with all these vegetarians it reminds me of what John, John Travolta said in Pulp Fiction but bacon tastes so good <laughs> it's true it's true you've got enough paleos here though to help you oh, out yeah. Yeah. I, I, think, I think I'm the minority yeah, I think I'm the minority I think most people does everybody on the bus is everybody on the bus a meat eater yes. yeah yeah my wife's taking the phone off me. She doesn't want me to talk. <laughs> so, Eric, so, why are you here, apart from your wife buying the ticket? Is there anything you would like to get out of the weekend? Oh, look, I'm interested in the... Um, what do you want me to do? Hold it or what? <laughs> um, I'm interested in, um, in my health and well-being. I'm 67 now. I want to keep being young and vital. I love my sport. And I want to uh, I want to keep that up till a very old age. Um, I'm on the phase four at the moment, so I've lost I've lost some weight, and so I'm, the stuff that Cindy does, I, you know, I respect it, and it's it's good. So I'm going to learn stuff. Uh, just hope there's a bit of testosterone in the room, and not surrounded by women the whole time. But, uh, um, not that I've got any prejudice against women, but you know, in in smaller doses. <laughs> Um, look, I'm just open to, to, to what's, um, what's being said. I'm a bit worried that there's about um, a little bit too much seminar highs, you know, you know, uh, high fives and um, back massages and stuff. I've been had enough of that from seminars in the past. I hope it's real, you know, I'm just being honest here. Um, you know, just some good information, but um, I'm not in for jumping around and um, pretending to be super excited when I might not be. 
but um, yeah, I'm open to it. I'm looking forward to it, and um, hoping for some good knowledge and some good changes. Nice. That's awesome. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. There's my wife. <laughs> Poor darling. Hi, I'm Marianne, and um, I'm I've been on a fairly long journey, starting with Cindy. I was at a property seminar in Adelaide when I first. Uh, they said they were going to bring on a nutritionist, and I went, oh, I know all this. And luckily I stayed because I was just blown away. I hadn't really got into much that she was talking about. So I got on her website, got all her gear, started to go off gluten, um, had some great results, and um, got my Thermomix. Oh. And... Uh, Look, I'm not 100%, but I'm, I eat a lot better than I used to. Uh, I don't have any aches and pains anymore, and I know that's the right road for me. So I try every year to do two or three seminars just to keep on track. Um, I find every seminar you go to, you might just come away with one thing, and it's worth the whole weekend or whatever it was. I thoroughly enjoyed the Wellness Summit in August. Um, and I've got grandchildren now, so I'm trying to pass it down. I've just been a week with my daughter-in-law, um, and she's from a white bread, white sugar family. And it's really interesting how she's grabbed onto this. Even the little that I've shown her, she's got a Thermomix. And I've got a photo of her little boy on my phone drinking a green smoothie. Aww. You know, he's one and a half. So it does make a difference. It makes such a difference. Um, last night he wouldn't eat his dinner. I'd made a beautiful whole chicken cooked in slow cooker. with. So she put it in the Thermomix, whisked it up with some berries, and he drank his dinner. I thought, awesome! <laughs> It had sweet potato and pumpkin in it, so it was a bit sweet anyway, but it's just the theory, you know, what goes in yes. makes a difference. And for this weekend, it's not just the food, because I know food is only, what, third on the list for ultimate well-being, third or fourth? It's oh, all. I guess I saw it. You mean on the I saw box? that, I yes. Thought nutrition would have been down the bottom. It's, I think it it's been. relationships and community exercise I think there's a few things before food but you know we all have to life purpose and then yeah number one was number one was life purpose really what was number two I think relationships and community. Relationships and community and was then number two. Then exercise, then exercise and then, then, nutrition. then nutrition. So you can't just eat well and think you've got it nailed. Oh, that's it's so really interesting. Yeah. Where did you see that? Marcus. I can't remember. Marcus. Marcus. Oh, Marcus has sent that triangle. out. You know what he does oh, yes, of course, with, the this, with, this, yeah. with these exceptional life. Because that friends. stunned me because I thought I can eat as well as I like, but... Unless it's not, it's not everything. In fact, it's not even that important. Somebody was talking about those um, oh, octogenarians or centigenarians, whatever they're called, on some of the islands that 
all drink red wine and smoke and they live into their hundreds because mm. they're in such a close-knit community. That's right. And they walk to see each other and they're healthy and... Well, it's interesting. Um, I come from South Africa. Do you? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. from Zimbabwe. Oh, they're near my... I knew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but you don't have an accent Stop at it, all. you're not. I know. <laughs> but I can. <laughs> oh man, me too. <laughs> I'm telling you. China. That's the, that, now that's the Afrikaans accent. Oh man. Now we have to distinguish between the Afrikaans accent and the English accent. Much more refined. <laughs> Much more refined. Much more refined. Yes. But um, what was I saying? Oh yes, I was talking about in, um, being South African. You know, the communities where the, the, um, the blacks and the coloreds congregate, it's so um, inspiring to actually look at the way that they live in, comparisons to the, in comparison to the way that the white people live. And the way that the black people eat is not necessarily more healthy, but because they are in such community and because they are so close to each other and their families are so close to each other and they stay that way for their whole lives and their villages and their communities. And the same is the true in Fiji. You know, all of those, those um, cultures, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well, and they have, they don't have the progress and the, um, the push for separation that we tend to have in the more developed world, in the more developed countries. And you look at their well-being and you look at their health and, you know, they have such longevity and they have such quality. And while, you know, I'm sure they struggle in other areas, when you look at it from a health and well-being point of view, they've really got something to be researched there. They've really got something, they've really got it nailed. So that's amazing. Mm. Just amazing. And, How beautiful. And, and touche to your daughter-in-law. Oh, you yeah. Know, like, to actually be open to hearing the conversation and, and doing what she's doing, you know, like, to come from that background, it's very hard to, to understand the change. So by you guys leading by example, she is seeing something that opens her heart and mind to actually being open to hearing it from you. So I think that's a beautiful form of community in itself. Well done. I think that's that's actually a bit of an aha moment now that I'm thinking about that, isn't it? Mm. The closer we can be with our families and be sharing with our families, the more likelihood there is that the transformation. Yeah, and, 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 and health and well being. And I think that just thinking about that, you know, all families tend to have their ups and downs, but I think there's extra effort that we could pay and extra attention we could pay. I know I'm certainly for myself being away from my family, like I live interstate. Um, it's just a bit of an aha moment now hearing you talking about your daughter-in-laws, making me think I should make more of an effort. And I think too that's partly of what happens at a summit or a retreat is that in a way you become a family, a unit, well, a, a group of people yeah. that that are hearing other people with either similar struggles or you've seen those struggles or or even perhaps you realise that there are struggles that you didn't even know you had mm. um, or perhaps that you've overcome, like Catherine said. So I think you, it's fast-tracking. When you retreat and spend time on yourself and hear other people, you can't help but absorb that vibrational energy and that, that essence of, of understanding more about who you truly are. So 
I really admire you guys and you, Eric, for coming along, coming for the ride. It's just amazing. So thank you. And, and we promise if we do any rah-rah, we won't include you. <laughs> but I think you're pretty safe. I think you're pretty safe. Everybody that is speaking at the conference or at the, at the breakthrough is just like you. You know, we're kind of done and dusted with all of the fake hype. It's not, it's not what's going to get anybody to the next level. It will be motivational for two hours, but not for two years. And ultimately what we want, and I think what we all want, is a breakthrough on a much bigger level so that we can then continue to sustain the breakthrough and continue to go for another. Because you really want to come back next year. You really want to have this be a part of what you just do and each year you go for, you go for a bigger level or you play a bigger game. I think that's really what it's all about. So, hey, don't you think? Yeah. yeah. So, Sharon, <laughs> how about you, girlfriend? Um, there are several things I'm hoping to get from the summit. Um, I think the main thing is learning balance. I find I can have my nutrition and my exercise spot on perfect, but then my social life will go by the wayside. Or then I'll have my social life and my exercise pretty good, but my nutritional slide. So it's I want to be able to group all of it together instead of being up and down all over the place. I want to be able to. Um, I want to have it all. <laughs> I want to have my social life and my exercise routine and my nutrition and my work life and everything all happening and working nicely together because that's the main thing. I think a long, long time I get half of it perfect and the rest of it just falls to shit. <laughs> just falls apart. So that's my main, my main issue is finding balance and getting those things. Don't worry, love. Kim has sworn many a time on the podcast. I have not. She has. I have not. She has sworn many a time. You know, it's an interesting point you make, though, Sharon, because what is the perfect balance? What what actually does that look like? And is it possible or not possible? Or does it matter that everything is flowing all together all at once? And one of the things that I've got through the summits that we've done in the past is actually sometimes the wheel does get a kink in it and sometimes it's not always perfect I think what I've learned for me and and maybe the breakthrough for us again this weekend will be that these things will happen oh well, absolutely I'm certainly not looking for perfect yeah I'm just looking for that um, ability to keep it keep it all a little bit more together instead yeah. of focusing so much on my nutrition and exercise and almost killing myself instead of moving forward is taking me two steps back because there are other areas that I really just don't have time for, couldn't care less because right now I can get to the gym. Yeah. Right now I've got to... So is that more about um, not being hard on yourself or not beating up on yourself if you're not doing something that you think is the expectation? To a degree, but it's... I just want that balance. I don't want one one area of my life to be up here and the other area to be right down there. I just want to be on that even keel. What what does balance mean to you? Where I'm not juggling, I think where I'm, I can f- 
did things in, um, just so I can with I I can still go out with my friends who are not on the same path by any means. I can still eat well. I can still do my job well and fit in all the other things that I want to fit in. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Are you a control freak? No, I don't know. It depends who you ask, maybe. But <laughs> no, I don't think so. So, because I'm trying to work this out, because I see I'm feeling really the same. Like I'll either be focusing on one or the other, and when I focus on one, the other one suffers. When I focus on something else, everything else suffers. When I focus on the business, everything else suffers. So I really trying to find a way to keep it all under control and keep it all sorted out so that then I'm not putting out fires. It's like um, I know that I need to focus on my nutrition more when I start to feel myself putting on weight. So then I go focus on that. Or I know that I need to spend some more time on myself from a mindset point of view when I start to feel that I'm all over the show and, and, and suffering. Um, and it's kind of like putting out fires all over the place rather than just being ahead of the game and keeping all the balls in the air nice and neatly. Yes. So I get, I, I really understand that. Um, and the interesting thing, and I'd be, I'm really keen to spend some time with you over the breakthrough on that because it, the interesting thing is um, when we just stop putting out the fire and allow ourselves to get into flow, everything works along with us. Yeah. But when we feel we are the ones who are having to be in control all the time and fix this and fix that and fix this and fix that, then it does feel like that. It does feel that we are putting out fires and there's, you know, we're chasing this one, chasing that, chasing this, chasing that, we're just constantly in pursuit of perfection or better. Not necessarily perfection, but better and more balanced. Yeah, I think sometimes my struggle is because I want better for everybody else, yeah. not necessarily for me. I want better for my family. I want better for my husband. I want him to eat better. He needs to eat better a lot, a lot more than I do. I want, um, yeah, I want, I want better for the people around me more than I want it for myself. I'm quite happy. So we're probably going to, well, not probably, now that I know that, I'm going to build that into the content of tonight's session. Um, because when we get clarity for ourselves as to what's important to ourselves, then we find the motivation to pursue what's important to us. But when we don't have that clarity, and you can say my nutrition is important, my exercise is important, my body is important, you can say all of those things, but when it comes to our actions, sometimes they don't line up so well when we've got conflicting priorities. And it happens when you're a mum. You land up with conflicting priorities. Is it me or is it my family? Which comes first? And my, it's, my kids are grown. My, they're all, they're young women. <laughs> so I don't have the attackers running around. Or your husband? He's grown too, but he's... <laughs> okay, we all know. They're just like kids. 
but I think that when we when we get extra clarity for ourselves, and it's beautiful to actually be away from your life and step out of your life into a retreat situation like this, where you can actually see who you really are, you can find who you are again, you can reconnect with who you are again, and really start to develop a more intimate relationship with the real you. Then you start to figure out, well, what is the real me? What is really important to me? And then, you know, when you go back home, you go back into your life, you may find you wax and wane from what's important to you, but you never lose sight of the clarity that you gained. And sometimes life may take you in and out of that clarity, and you may lose that clarity, but ultimately you've always got a foundation to come back to. You've always got that clarity as a platform to come back to. And you know when you lose it because you feel so disconnected from yourself, you get to the point where you think everybody wants a piece of me and I've got nothing left to give and I'm exhausted. And that's usually when we've lost, well, we never lose anything really. It's really the wrong language, but it just means that we've shifted our focus from us being the most important to everything outside being the most important. So in effect, we've kind of tuned out rather than tuning in. Yeah. And it's just having the opportunity to tune back in again. And you can, and it feels so beautiful. It's the most amazing feeling to tune back in again and be with yourself again. It's like such a, a relief almost. So we'll go after that. Okay. It's and I think I, what I love about what you're saying though, Sharon, is also, um, and, and how you're tying it back in, is whilst it's natural to be in pursuit of something better or more balanced, one thing I have learned is also I can't control what anyone else is going to do. I can, I can be there for them. I can show them what I do. I can be the example. But one thing that's really helped me is to understand that everybody has their own journey, my children included. So it doesn't matter how old they are. It doesn't matter how young they are. Their little life path and lessons are perhaps even mapped out already. You're just a conduit for them to actually become a place for them to experience something. So one of the things that's really let myself off the hook is not judging or really, really making sure I examine if I get that gut feeling or I'm cross or I'm upset that they're not listening or doing something. Is that a reflection of what's going inside of me? Whereas if I can go, oh, well, that's interesting, our favorite line, that's interesting that Jacob wants to eat white bread at the moment with lots of bacon that's nitrate full and doesn't care. Um, that's interesting. However, then I noticed this morning, he, uh, yesterday morning, you know, he came out and he cleared the dishwasher and he, you know, we put a challenge to him that he needs to contribute to the family more. So I've taken the emphasis off the food now. And now I'm asking him to clear the dishwasher every morning. And if he doesn't clear the dishwasher every morning without being asked, he then has to, all the dishes will stack up on the bench and he'll have to wash and dry them that night. So every morning we have had, you know what's happened out of it? This kid is now gets up in the morning. We don't even have to set the alarm. He gets up and he just comes out and clears the dishwasher. He might go back to bed or he might go and do something else. But what happens then, he comes out and makes his own lunch or he'll come... And I thought with that one simple act that took all the emphasis off the food, because I'm nagging apparently, um, he is all of a sudden, but hasn't he Danny, he's become a little bit more responsible and he's, he's kind of just stepped up a little bit and I don't know if it'll last, but for the last week it's been bliss. 
so um, I think also the, the letting myself off the hook of thinking I have to be the conduit, the leader, the teacher, sometimes they have to come to that point themselves, don't they? So out of doing a wellness retreat like this, for me, maybe I can tap back into here about being an even better example around non-judgment or providing different ways. Like I never would have thought really about doing the dishwasher, making that the issue, rather than taking it away from the food and seeing that him contributing in a regular way is actually also an example of contributing back to himself in a regular way. And maybe the food thing will click in, you know, so... You know, I just had a thought there too. I'm sitting here thinking to myself, in terms of answering your question, is there a way to be able to do all of it and do all of it well without the wheels falling off anyway? Yeah, there actually is. There actually is. And the way to do that is to be present to what you're doing and to be in the now moment with everything that you're doing. Because if you say, I'm going to exercise every morning, and you put that in your diary, and you you know, you know schedule your day accordingly, and you're present to that while you're exercising, you're exercising. So when you're exercising, you're not thinking about what's going to happen the next day or that afternoon or you know the conversation that you had last night. You're just present and in the moment with exercising. And then naturally, after you've done your exercising, you're going to want to eat. So you become present and aware of what you're eating. So you're not thinking about what's happening for lunch or what you've got to do at work. You're just present to what you're eating. So that's when you would be looking at your nutrition. So when you, and then when you've got your husband in front of you, you're present to the relationship with him. You're present to the quality of the time that you're spending with him rather than thinking about other things that didn't get done or should get done. You're just present to that particular moment. And when you're present to every particular moment, you find time expands. And it's really quite an amazing phenomenon. I'm very aware of being in the moment and yeah. I am when when I'm doing the things that I love doing right there nothing an elephant could fly past and I'm you know You're I'm there. concentrating on what I'm doing I'm in the moment I'm elsewhere and I'm well aware of that when I'm doing things that I don't particularly like doing like tax returns like tax returns <laughs> which I do yeah <laughs> I, I go shopping. Which is my job. I, I do not like it. I'm not in the present moment there. Who is? Except so all those strange people. present moment, I'm very well aware of So of why are you doing things then that you don't like, which then makes you feel out of balance? Sometimes you just have to do stuff that are no, there's no way there's around no it. There's no way around it. So then if there's no way around it, so let's just say the example is washing dishes. If you commit yourself wholeheartedly to the experience of washing the dishes and you're feeling the soap suds on your hands and you're looking at the bubbles and you're totally into the moment of what you're doing, if you, if you make that your task rather than washing the dishes, make the task to be totally into every moment of doing a tax return. Well, that's what I need to learn, isn't it? Is being in the moment, in those moments that I don't particularly like. Yeah. So the key is to not is to not see that the the job or the task is bookwork. The job or the task is to give yourself to the moment while you're doing it. So it's a kind of a different focus. Mm. So instead of saying I'm doing my best, which I did yesterday, which took me all day, can I just say, because I so hate it. Um, but I'm an accountant, mind you. Go figure. So 
instead of me thinking, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to do my best and hell, I can't stand it. What I'm thinking about is I'm actually becoming present to my fingers landing on the keys as I'm processing my statement transactions. And I'm actually looking at my bank statement and I'm thinking, wow, what a treat to know that I've got money in there to pay my car payment. I mean, you know, there are a lot of people who don't have that. What an honor as I'm looking at the numbers in there and then I'm looking at what comes next and really giving myself to the experience of doing my best rather than the chore of doing my best. Does that make sense? Yeah, so it's sure. like a different focus. And that makes you very, very present. Look at the sign. Look out at the, the sign. Read it to us, Catherine. It says, the only person you can change is yourself. And it's at a church, so it says, and God loves you anyway. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Aww. How beautiful. You know, an example of where I learnt this, when we were young, my mum was a single mum. There was three of us kids and my mum needed us to do the work, to help her work her three jobs in order to raise us. And every morning she'd be like, can you do the dishes? Can you please get your bedroom out? Can you make your lunches? And there was this constant light and we all hated doing it and none of us wanted to do it. And one morning, I don't know what happened, but I woke up before she got up and I thought, I'm going to go and do the dishes before she asks because it's annoying the heck out of me that she always asks us. And yes, we have to do it. And I can't remember my age, but I remember the feeling very clearly. And I got up and went to the dishes. And then mum got up and she came and she goes, oh my God, who's done the dishes? And I went, oh, I've done it. And she goes, oh, and she hugged me and she said, oh my gosh, that is so beautiful. That moment of reward and gratitude changed my perspective because now I love that feeling more than the feeling of being nagged and the next time I remember that feeling happening because I don't always stay in that because I get you I'm around tax returns um, but the next moment I got that was after I had my first child and you know they don't sleep when you want to sleep and you they want to be fed when you don't feel like feeding them or they everything's so sore you don't know what to do so I remember Taylor would have been about 10 weeks old and um, I remember Danny, I was up in the middle of the night feeding Taylor and I was sobbing, sobbing as this little munchkin is feeding away and Danny comes and he goes, what's wrong, what's wrong? And I went, Who, whoever said this time goes quick needs their bloody head red. Like I thought I was in solitary confinement for the rest of my life, you know. And Danny just went, oh, Baba, but it's, it's you she wants. You're offering her. You're giving her all the sustenance. Look what your amazing body is doing. And that just all of a sudden changed my perspective on it about, oh, my gosh, it all of a sudden came off me and onto this child. And then all, I don't know what happened, but after that, I just got up. Every time I heard her cry, I thought, oh, yes, I've got, a, oh, I've got an amazing job here that I'm doing. So I think sometimes we get so hooked in the in the having to do something we don't want to do. As human beings, we are driven for pleasure. That's what our motivation is. That's what we're always tuned towards. We want pleasure all the time. <laughs> so I love that analogy of turn something that's not pleasurable. What's something pleasurable out of it? Now, I'm not saying tax returns are, but I don't know many people who finish their tax returns and go, oh, bummer, wish I hadn't done that. You know, we're all, or go you're for always a, cheering when you've done yeah, your tax done. return. Or you've gone for a run when you didn't think you had the time and you've gone only for 20 minutes and you come back and you go, I've never met anyone that's come back from a run or a walk and gone, wish I hadn't done that. So it's, there's that little minute moment of creating a, a change in perspective that allows you to experience 
the not-so-great times with a, a much more pleasurable experience, even though it's not your favourite job. And sure enough, when next tax turn comes around, you're probably going to feel the same. But for me, it's about how do I... I have to do it anyway. You know, I have to do it. So... So let's see if there's anybody else on the bus who would like to tell us about why they're here. <laughs> let's gonna, I'm going to pass it back. <laughs> tell us who you are and why you're here. Um, hello, my name's Audra. I'm from Brisbane, Queensland. Um, I've come down to the breakthrough because I've been to two of the wellness summits, one on the Gold Coast and one in Melbourne. So I've become a bit of a wellness addict or wellness summit Yay! addict which I kind of think is a healthy addiction nice. um, yeah and uh, I've also just recently taken a redundancy from my job after 20 years in the same industry so I'm taking on a completely different career path and I'm just needing a little bit of direction and guidance and to work on my mindset a bit because I've got a lot of uh, limited self beliefs happening and a bit of mind chatter going through my head you're in great company. <laughs> so what are you doing? What's your new um, direction? Um, I've done a year of a nutritional medicine degree and now I'm going to go and finish it. So I'm going to be a student for a couple of years to yes. start in nutritional medicine. And obviously Cindy O'Meara is coming. So I'm very um, looking forward to, I guess, getting a bit closer to her and learning a bit more from her. Um, I also heard Pete Evans was coming. So I thought, well, I'll get to rub shoulders next to him. So I'll definitely come. Came to, is he coming to this? Yeah. Is, he, is Pete Evans coming to this? Yeah. I believe he is. Well, now there's a surprise. Oh, oh. thanks for sharing. We don't know. <laughs> I'll be gutted if he doesn't show up now. Is he coming? I haven't heard anything, so this is new to me. Oh, well, I hope I'm right. I just assumed he was coming. Anyway, um, okay, I guess I'll get to rub shoulders with Marcus then. <laughs> Who, um, yeah, I've, I listened to a lot of Marcus's Exceptional Life Blueprint program, which is fantastic, and I've spoken to him a lot on the phone, so it'd be nice to meet him in person as well. Um, yeah, and I guess to network with other like-minded people as well, I'm really looking forward to that. Awesome, yeah. awesome, awesome. So when you leave, what are you hoping to feel like? I guess more mentally re-energised, um, you know, obviously I work on nutrition and a little bit of exercise and stuff, but I'm very big on um, nourishing the mind as well. I think the mindset's huge yeah. in um, dictating our future and I love Lawrence Tam. I mean, he's just amazing to listen to, so I'm hoping, you know, to really tap into him a little bit more as well. Um, yeah, just to get a little bit more direction and, and instill a bit more belief and confidence in myself. From being around similar people, so yeah. So that's me. My name is Debbie. Um, I've also been to the Wellness Summit in Melbourne. Uh, a big fan of Marcus Pierce. Uh, I live in a multi-generational home, like where I live with my parents, who have just very early 80s, and my brother and sister, and the three of us are 50 mumble and I had my son and his girlfriend living with us. So I feel I'm caught in the middle of two generations where I look at my parents who are getting older and not particularly healthy and my son and his girlfriend also not particularly healthy. And I'm in the middle and feel like I've seen the light and I can't get them to see it. 
so they think I'm a zealot and I, it's really hard not to preach really hard not to preach when I see them doing things I think oh my god what are you doing to yourself so I thought it'd be a change to come and be with people who are already on the same track as me instead of having to convince people trying to convince people these people are already convinced so it'd be happy environment to be with um, people that don't think I'm nuts <laughs> you know are part of your tribe. Yes, I know that's a bit of a cliche, but that is true about a tribe, be with like-minded people. Um, I'm also at the age where I'm trying to decide, do I look towards my future, you know, save hard, think about having a good retirement, or am I young enough to go and do things now, which involves spending money and then not having money for my retirement. So, yeah, look to the future or look, or look for today. That's part of I'm trying to get some direction too because I hop and skip and jump from one thing to the other all the time. Try to do everything uh, and can't do everything. So I'm going to Marcus's uh, Exceptional Life Seminar in Byron uh, and I thought, oh, well, I'll spend some money coming to this as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Fantastic. Oh, well done. So we've got... A bus full of amazing people ready for some pretty big breakthroughs. But there's one person that hasn't shared why he's here, and that has to be Janny Morrison. <laughs> and the cramp as well. Fiend, Karen. Yes, I am uh, very proud and privileged to uh, be here, and I'm married to the extraordinary Kim Morrison. And so, uh, like the others here, I think I'm looking for a breakthrough. I think at the end of the day I have to wake up and smell the coffee with my digestive issues. Uh, as my dear wife keeps saying, I'm very on the road rather to uh, becoming a celiac if I don't deal with the issue. Um, like a lot of males, and, and Eric's touched on touching base with the testosterone over the weekend, uh, same. I mean, uh, I'm here to look and learn and absorb and really have that awakening because at some point I've really got to get it because as Kim has mentioned probably lots of anecdotes that I'm on the road a lot and with the sporting culture and having played cricket lived that dream um, now in the commentary box and either writing about it or speaking about it I am in a unique position that I love and have pleasure in what I do and go to work uh, the downside it's on the road a lot so I'm away and so I'm around those circles of beer drinking and the sporting social side of it with my work colleagues, my buddies, uh, where it really is a poison in a bottle for me. The wheat, sugar and yeast thing is not a good concoction for my digestion. So in terms of giving that up, yes, giving it up, but actually being, as Kim is saying, uh, in the present and really having the penny drop and engage with it, that I can't even just socially have the odd one or out of the blue with feeling not so much peer pressure but feeling like you'd upset someone that you'd pee them off that if you didn't really have that you know with them so I've got to really engage in that and wake up to do that so I'm looking forward to that and massively having a breakthrough and seeing it firsthand because I've listened to the podcast a lot of podcasts with Kim and I that recently driving to Sydney last month and hearing and listening to more of it um, I'm really looking forward to meeting the wellness guys because obviously I've heard them a lot too but not physically met them yet. And, um, and then you're really hearing everyone speak, like Karen and Kim 
more in depth, like I've heard bits and pieces with you, Darling Women, and being there as a setup in Maruchador or other little parts there in Brisbane of some events, but this is on a more grander scale. So, as much as Kim's hoping and yeah, saying, look, having a breakthrough, it's about me doing it. At the end of the day, I've got to do it myself, and isn't that ironic? Where Catherine just pointed out the only person who make the change is you, that you've got control over. So, I think for all of us, every human being that you know wants to get more out of themselves or have a real paradigm shift in whatever it is in their life, then you've you got to confront it. So, I'm yeah, very excited. Excited about being back in Melbourne, spent a lot of time here over the years um, through sport and seeing that um, crazy father of mine who lived out in the Dandenongs back in the 80s. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about um, breaking through. <laughs> Something that I've been working on actually hearing Danny speak is self sabotage and how easy it is for us to self sabotage. And when Danny's so aware that he his body doesn't like wheat or it doesn't like sugar or whatever it is, but we do it anyway because we're worried about what other people think of us or we're worried about upsetting someone else going, Oh no, sorry, actually, I don't eat wheat. And it's like we're hurting ourselves for other people for what they think of us. But it might, if we said, No, sorry, I don't eat wheat it might cause somebody else to step up and go, oh, I've noticed that when I have these sandwiches, I get a sore stomach too, and then inspire in them that confidence to say, this doesn't work for me. So, and talking about that pyramid before, you know, having your life purpose and that emotional stability and confidence to speak up and say, hey, this doesn't work for me is huge. And once we get that, it's so much easier to say, this doesn't work for me and it's just what we do so I love it. yeah it's so true that's so powerful and you actually do become a leader you might get a bit of flack to start with because your tribe still thinks a certain way but secretly I know myself when I see someone who's on like you're in phase four Eric of the um HCG uh, protocol, Cindy's protocol, I go, oh my gosh, I bet you're feeling amazing because I remembered being in phase four when I did it and I was just thinking the other day, maybe I'll do it again. And now I'm looking at you, your skin is so clear and you look so amazing that I'm going, actually, I wouldn't mind feeling like that again. I remember phase four. And <laughs> so I just think being around people that inspire you to constantly, constantly be a work in progress without judgment without knocking ourselves when we fall off the wagon but also it's about you know what I've just had a little moment and now I'm going to regroup and get back on it and and make myself have you know get, forgive myself sometimes for when it's not perfect but also to find ways that when you realize when you have a real truth how empowered you feel when I say oh, I don't eat that sorry I I don't want to eat that and not judging anybody but I just don't want to eat that and you're right, Catherine. The minute someone says, oh, why is that? I'm like, oh, <laughs> you really want to know? <laughs> oh, give me the floor. Um, but, yeah, it's beautiful to actually think that something like what you've done with your daughter-in-law, Marianne, with your daughter-in-law, that you can say one thing that has her make a chicken and blueberry smoothie, I'm just, I'm just blown away, actually. <laughs> so, you know, like I think... I think a lot of the time, just going back to what Danny said, I think a lot of the time people come into our lives for a reason 
and you know the rest of that saying is a season or a lifetime but if you're coming across somebody and I'm just thinking of a situation that occurred for me on the weekend if you're coming across somebody it's like everybody comes across us and crosses our paths purposefully I mean if you think about your partners or your husbands or your wives or the people that you work with I mean it seems quite coincidental that you happen to go to school with that person or you happen to meet them at a nightclub or something and now they're just your partner or your husband or wife you know it's, we think that a lot of stuff is coincidental when actually what what if I mean we don't know but what if it was actually purposeful and us not actually being real and true to what we think or feel is actually robbing that encounter of the reason you were brought together and potentially the reason that you were brought together is because you have something to teach that person or they have something to teach you. So if you're not being or standing in the truth of what you are, or representing the truth of what you are or what you feel or what you experience or what you know, if you're holding back or dumbing it down so that you don't hurt another person, not only is it actually hurting you because you're then obviously eating the cake or eating the bread or whatever so that you don't hurt somebody or upset somebody, but you're robbing that encounter, you're robbing that experience for what potentially you were brought together for in the first place. So standing in our truth in every, con in every context, it's not just about our food, but it's about how we feel or what we think or what we believe or what we want. Standing in our truth is one of the reasons why we meet people or encounter people is because there's a purpose in it. Does that make sense? And if you don't play fully who you are and what you are in that moment, and of course we change all the time, but if we don't stay true to who we are in that moment, then there's no growth for you or for the other person because you're brought together purposefully. On that note, I think it's time to bring the podcast to an end. Has this been fun? Was it as scary as what you thought it would be? <laughs> no. No. It's just having a chat. I'm up for a chat. So hopefully you guys have loved doing the pod or listening to the podcast as much as we've enjoyed producing it and putting it together. It's been awesome because we're nearly at the Dandenong Ranges. The sun look awfully beautiful. I wish you could see what we're looking at. So it's absolutely stunning. Thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast on Up For A Chat. Go to our Facebook page at allthews.facebook.com forward slash up for a chat and tell us how desperately you want to join us next year. <laughs> you can also go to um, all the all allthews.thewellnesscouch.com forward slash up for a chat and leave your comments there about today's podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm sorry if it's been a little bit noisy, but we are in a van and we just had to share this experience this ride with you because you know what we love hanging out with you and we're going to see you on the ride next year thanks again for tuning in we'll speak to you next week bye for now this has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com check us out on facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch subscribe to each show on itunes and check us out on twitter the wellness couch streaming wellness into your lives Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.